Everybody, hey! Man, you thought we were gone. You thought, thought we, were we were done. I thought it was a it was a picture wrap on director showdown. It's like it's it's been uh, how many weeks, Brent? It's been it's been about a month. A month. It's been about a month. I bet you guys are you guys are uh, you guys are all have your cocks out and yeah. you've been oh. holding it all in. Yeah, hold <laughs> it. I take a different direction. Well, because like every week. Mm-hmm. You know they get to bust because we release yeah. every Monday. Yeah, but it's been a whole month, so their yeah. their balls are just yeah, just just uh, swollen with <laughs> with with uh, movie with movie, jizz. movie love. Yeah, and and they're just they're just they're they've been waiting for they've us. been waiting to bust. And you know what? It's exactly related to what we're talking about today. Sure, yeah, yeah. it is a little bit different. From yeah. what we traditionally do. A little bit different, as you could tell by the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, first, technically, mm-hmm. TV show, yeah. TV series, mini-series, I guess, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, uh, that we've ever covered. Um, but why, why are we covering this show, Adam? Well, um, in, in an effort to, uh, to keep up with the directors we've done previously, mm-hmm. we wanted to come out with an episode... Yeah. Every time a director we've covered before uh, comes out with a new thing. Mm-hmm. And since uh, our OG listeners out there yeah. know that we've done Nicholas Winding Refn, yep. uh, knows that he came out with his new Amazon Prime TV series that's kind of more like a, mov- a, a movie series, if yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Because each episode is about ninety minutes long. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's yeah. about a fourteen hour mm-hmm. movie. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, expect in the future. This is actually pretty exciting. I mean, expect in the future that you we will be having yeah episode, bonus episodes whenever a director we've done in the past comes out with a new thing. Mm-hmm. I am hesitant to say if Paul Feig or Tim Burton would uh, make the well, cut. Yeah. I guess we'll because we're we'll not play gonna, it by ear on those guys because those guys came out with Dumbo and the new sweaters move Christmas the sweaters sw- move. Well, it's it's your gal <laughs> Amelia My. Clark in sweaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Feig's doing a, another Christmas joint, another which Christmas. I guess I just pieced together that he's going That's what back. I'm saying dude. he's going back to the well. It, it's it's fucked up because. I thought Unaccompanied Minors yeah. is low key brilliant. Sure, yeah, and one uh, of his better films. And the, Emilia Clark, I want to say that for Sean, one of our listeners out Emilia. there, Emilia, Emilia, yeah, yeah. um, that she's in it. And yeah, little. I mean, I think most people here know that I have a. Yeah, you know, she's dating. We're dating. Yeah, you know? they they I are. Want, in fact, we're in dating. Mm-hmm. 
and since uh, Thrones wrapped, um, <laughs> her and Adam started dating. Yeah, and uh, and I, I I only see her unless she's wearing sweat, big sweaters mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, yeah. just make her look all snuggly. Yeah, exactly. You, you like a warm gal. Yeah. You like your gals warm, which is kind of ironic because she, she's uh, in the cold a lot on Game of Thrones. That's but uh, but in, a, in what seems to be an utter attack mm. and an affront directly to you, yes. Feig has cast her in the title, not the title role, but in yeah. the main role and mm. put her in a nice snug sweater mm. right there on yeah. the poster cover. Um, yeah, what am I going to say to my girlfriend? Well, I'm not going to watch your movie. Yeah, what am I gonna say? exactly. I mean, you've you know, got to have, you have to, to see it. She's she's going to want you to watch and, it right there next to her. And it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. I love Christmas movies, even though I'm an atheist. Yeah, <laughs> but, As you should. yeah. You, you, Chris, secular Christmas is best Christmas. Hot take. Yeah, not absolutely. really a hot take. But I think uh, that's fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's also what, what's the bit? What's the uh, it's it's is it George Michael? What, what's the music? It's a musical. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's, oh, that's that was the weird. I I knew there was something weird Last, about it because it's called Last Christmas or something. Last Christmas, I guess. It's the name of the song. And and no, it, it it I don't think it's a musical, but it says it's it it's, it's like a the, love letter to the music of George Michael. Is it? To it's George something Michael? like that. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what? Of all, okay. Because that sure. Last Christmas, this I gave my heart, Amelia Clark in your sweaters <laughs> and her. Um, so I'm going to put a pin in it. We're going to cover that because I, I feel it's like already it's just too late too, now. Yeah, it's but, too late. but I will say we just so so this has been something I'm glad you brought this up because this has been something that yeah. you and I have kind of talked about for a while. Like, hey, let's anytime they have a new movie, like cover it. And I, I feel like we were talking about this even back when like Ready Player One came out fucking right, like last right. year, I guess, mm. uh, last March. And we just we just didn't get around to we both saw it, but mm. like we never got around to podcasting it. Right, right. But I think we're gonna try and be better about like um yeah, about podcasting, you know, the directors, the the new things that these guys right. uh, come out with. Because so. we don't wanna say that the season like caps mm-hmm. that director because obviously It's ongoing, yeah. Yeah, it's ongoing mm-hmm. and I mean, all the listeners who stuck with us from the very beginning, you know, we weren't, we weren't, the, you know, the best. Yeah. And we, we, we've done a lot of great directors and yeah. I feel like now we can do more justice. Yeah, for sure. You know? So we're going to be, uh, down the line, probably mm-hmm. revisiting, uh, Spielberg next year. Mm-hmm. We got West Side Story. Quentin Tarantino coming up real soon. Oh, wait, there you go. I real for, soon. I, I can't yeah, believe yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, fuck, that's going to be great. Um, mm-hmm. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Fucking what else? What else do we do? PTA. PTA. Not uh, not anything on Link the books. Linklater. Um, uh, oh man, I think Linklater has a joint coming out. What soon. is it? it, do, I, it Last does, flag I think, flying. I think, no, no, uh, it's a Kate Blanchett movie. Huh. Well, um, I always enjoy Kate Blanchett. I am not sure even what it's about, but yeah. anyway, uh, there will be an episode on it, I guess. If, if we if we ever get around to it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and what uh, else? Uh, who else? Of uh, PTA. Um, yeah, you know he just came out with that short that we just watched. Yeah, we just watched the, Anima. It's great. Yeah, um, but I don't think we're gonna. Do- <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 twelve minutes minus credit. So just, I mean it's it's good. Watch, Go yeah. watch it. Just yeah, watch it. it's great. It's a plug for PTA's Anima and on Netflix. Uh, Tom York's great. So you mm-hmm. know, yeah, good if you music. listen to uh, Inc- Incubus, <laughs> <laughs> is that an insult? <laughs> 
think so. Incubus is everyone great. likes Incubus. Yeah, Incubus is great. Right? Yeah, okay. it's, a, it's a weird. What, what's a what's a worse insult? ACDC Smash Mouth. Smash. That's not an insult. That's a compliment. I guess so. Yeah. Smash Mouth is superior to. I'm trying. Oh, dude, I I tried to do too much in my head. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna do a Tom York impression mm. of a Smash Mouth song. Mm. See, this is what I imagined Somebody in your head. Somebody once told me the world was gone. All right, okay. I don't know. No, that's this not is good. what I imagined. Um, the, the scanner scene where mm-hmm. the the computer yeah. they're, they're doing a macro of the of the, the motherboard on scanners, and that's your brain. <laughs> And yeah, uh, furiously yeah. pulling out switches and plugging them back in to like connect those and the dots. The phone booth is your brain that blows up. Yeah, exactly. And you say, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" <laughs> I should just insert that again because that line is so, <laughs> so fucking funny. Um, but back to yeah. the metaphor about jizzing. Yeah, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I bring that up is because we waited a month because. The the pacing in Too Old to Die Young is is mm-hmm. like being jerked off very slowly. Yeah. Like imagine that you don't even feel any move like someone's just holding on to your dick mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like it's not moving. It seems like it's solitary, but after yeah. five minutes it's moved like an inch. You know, yeah, it's like, exactly. It's it's you know. at the speed of like mm-hmm. the continental shift. Mm-hmm. But yet, it's just so slow. But yet your 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 cock is still rock, rock hard. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would say I would say it's not hard at first. I I, th- I think it gets there. It starts to if get you're there right over time. Tan, though, sure, it is. Yeah. sure, I will I will I, I will I, agree with you on on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, too old to die young, y'all is what we're talking about here. This is going to be part one of a two parter um, because it's just so much fucking content. Multiple mm. hour thirty episode hour, yeah. hour thirty. I mean, honestly, long we episodes. could have just done like one episode per episode. That's you true. Know, yeah, we very well could have had a tool to die young season, but um, yeah. that j- boy, yeah, <laughs> that'd be that'd too been, much. Yeah, yeah, that'd have been a lot. So we we uh, yeah, we're doing the first five episodes, and I guess we're just gonna have to go through these quickly because uh, you know. We don't want to spend too much time on one. So the yeah, first yeah. episode starts off with our main character, uh, Miles Teller. Miles Teller of La La Land and Whiplash. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Was that I an don't actual... know why my brain, like, my brain got fried that for a is second. Fucking... La... Boy, La La Land is it's a much less charismatic like... movie if he's in it. <laughs> Honestly, because in my brain, like I imagine Damien Chazelle is like Miles Teller. Yeah, I could see that. I, and I, I think feel that's like, why my brain like kind of morph, that's morphs into that. I, I think I think of Damien Chazelle as Miles Teller's character in Whiplash. For sure. I think he's that type but of guy. He's also like the physical embodiment of Damien Chazelle for me at the same time. Oh, OK. Like yeah. like scrawny, scrawny Miles Teller. Yeah, they like do kind of look similar. Damien Chazelle, and yeah. that's probably why. Like Damien Chazelle is a great director, mm-hmm. but I don't like him. Yeah, because, you don't like Miles Teller. Let's and let's and, and, let's get into this. Okay, <laughs> look, like everything is not everything I say right now is nothing. There's no legitimate or okay. Like fair, any fair. anyone can criticize what I'm saying, and, and I totally understand. Yeah, yeah. Miles Teller just has a punchable face. Yeah, well, and, I can, I can agree with that. And I Damon with that. Giselle also does. 
And you know, there, yeah. I, I I think Miles Teller um, is is a good actor. I think Whiplash is um, shows that a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, so does Too Old to Die Young. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, it really expands what I thought Miles. It expands um, further than what I thought Miles Teller was ever capable okay. of doing. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, but uh, you know, prior iterations of Teller, it was wasn't wasn't my thing. Yeah, you know? I'm interested. Have you seen the the movie with um? Fuck, what's it called? The one with Shailene Woodley in it, where mm. he's like uh, they're both like. Like at the end of high school, and he's like a, a guy who like drinks all the time oh, and is like super no. chill. Fuck, dude, have you called? seen I Project X, bro? Where they fucking oh my god, he's super drunk, bro. I but, haven't um, seen that movie. I can't believe I forgot the name. But yeah. anyway, that was the that was the first thing I was introduced to him in, and in that he he is. He is kind of a douche in that movie, but he's super charismatic. And that was like my mm. entry point to seeing him. And I was like, this guy is great. He's got a weird energy, mm. like, because it's like the, the movie knows he's kind of a douche, but is also like, this is kind of how douchebags are in real life, where like they can be kind of a dick, but they're, they can also be really charismatic. Mm. And so that's just kind of how I've always seen him. And then yeah. Whiplash kind of doubles down on that. See, like, see, Whiplash is like my, mm-hmm. you know, context. My my first date with Miles Teller. Sure. Yeah, you know, and it didn't go too well. For yeah, sure. You know, yeah, he beat you like a drum. <laughs> Are you Russian or dragons? <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, you, you just, I just weren't on his fucking tempo. I, mean, I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah. We weren't vibing. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, J.K. Simmons is great, though. Oh, God. Yeah, he's incredible. Anyways, um, Miles Teller, I think, in Too Old to Die Young, Rifen knows how to properly light his face. (laughs) So he he somehow... Because Rifen can make probably anything look sexy because of his his, his, um, fetishistic... I don't know if that's a word. Yeah, yeah. uh, Eye, like... You know, Neon Demon is uh, probably above any other movie was all about uh, beauty. And I think that's the embodiment of like his Rifen's kind of um, not maybe his philosophy on filming, per se. You know, like it doesn't matter what the content is, per se. It's like, is it gorgeous? Yeah. You know, and that and extrapolates in the way of um, don't care about the plot. You know, don't mm-hmm. care about anything else. Like, is it beautiful? You know, yeah, that's what sure. supersedes anything. It's yeah. kind of the meta contextual aspect of Neon Demon. But um, yeah, I mean, if if we're talking Miles Teller mm-hmm. and if we're kind of talking this first episode, um, I I so at at the end of this first episode, I liked it a lot. But to me, there was a stark contrast that subsequent episodes kind of mitigated and improved upon to where I don't fully feel this way still, but there, there's just something that he doesn't have that Gosling has. And at least in the first episode, I think what it is is like Gosling has this, this, um, big big dick energy. Um, (laughs) no, no, because he's not, see, 
I want to I want to frame this because um, you haven't seen. Oh yeah, good to point out the the I've only the last seen the five first, yeah. episodes. Well, I've, I've seen, seen the, the whole one. series. You've seen all ten, yeah, yeah. And so I have more context on um, yeah. his character, and I'll say that without spoiling for you, mm-hmm. that he's more of. A false prophet, almost. Okay. Interesting. Um, okay, yeah. He's, he, it's like he exudes the, um, uh, the possibility of being the Gosling-esque, like, silent, um, uh, unstoppable force, mm-hmm. you know, of, like, masculinity and dominance that Go- Gosling does in, like, Drive, right? Mm-hmm. But in this one, it's like he is not quite there, even though he wants to be. And there's a there's a whole, and it, it all makes sense once you see the the remain the remainder of the uh, mm-hmm. the show. So that's so I think it's actually it's intended the way that you're feeling because yeah. Um, you, you, what what? How much do you know about Yuritsa? Yaritza. Uh, so, so she's the um, the chick introduced in episode two, right? Right. Just yeah. episode two. And that's all you actually. have, right? Yeah. That's that's all I have on her. She is the yeah. uh, the goddess of death. Is, is she that what the it's high called? priestess? High of, priestess of death. Yeah, yeah. And um, I know she is uh, badass and <laughs> really, really like gorgeous too. Yeah. Uh, just just from that second episode, but so yeah, like and. Uh, and I will see, this is kind of spoilery, but I mean, I don't think you'd care. Yeah, She's absolutely. more of the Gosling ask. Oh, okay. see that, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Because, um, and every single rife in movie, at least since, um, Valhalla rising, mm-hmm. um, he, there's always this character called one eye. Uh, yeah. And, for uh, sure. Mads Mikkelsen was in Valhalla rising kind of the, silent um unstoppable force of nature yeah and then ryan gosling was in it as drive and yang was the was the one in um and only god forgives mm-hmm. and uh the neon demon who was in a neon demon probably somebody honestly. yeah yeah i just can't think of it on top of my head but maybe the uh oh fuck the uh, fucking who's uh, the most badass person? Photographer guy, maybe. Oh yeah. Or no, you know yeah. who it probably was is a necrophilia chick. Oh, Jenna Malone. Gen- Jenna Malone. Yeah. Yeah. She's in. She's in. Uh, yeah. She's, she's in, in this. this. Too. She's. Yeah. She's great in this too. From mm-hmm. what I've seen of her. Um. But okay. So yes, episode one. Mm. Um. And I can't believe I can't think of the fucking specific word. It's like the th- the thing is Miles Teller. It, like there is, there's something missing in him as an actor. I think that you may ver. I think you're right. Like it, it, it's purposeful in like the casting of him, and it comes comes into play. But like Ryan Gosling always has this like um, I don't know, like puppy dog like sadness to him under like neath most of his characters, mm-hmm. and you can kind of like relate easier to him in Rife in the movies that he's in with uh with Rifen mm. and Miles Teller to me doesn't have that. Mm. And I think for in the first episode to me it was it was off putting and especially with the way that they introduce him. Well um, I mean you you couldn't like uh you couldn't relate to Yang in Only yeah. God Forgives. Yeah, sure. And 
um, in Drive, Gosling was more of the vessel that in which the viewer like would put themselves in. Yeah, so I, I guess it's me putting yeah. certain characters into roles that they don't necess- mm. they weren't necessarily meant you, to fill. You mean your and are personal getting, bias? Yeah, yeah, and it's it's like it's it's currently. By episode five, it's like reshuffling, like which character is kind of in which role, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, episode one, we're introduced to Martin Jones. Yeah, Martin Jones, like the most fucking blase like name. Yeah, <laughs> imagine where I've been wanting to go for a good old American boy for for uh, yeah, Miles Teller, make Martin him look like Elvis. Man. Yeah, you know. Um, so he's a he's a sheriff, mm-hmm. right? Um, He's he's I think he's just a traffic cop or something. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And uh he's with uh, his um his uh partner mm-hmm. um who looks like the guy from Reno 911. I kept thinking uh, Wow. Right? He the does. black cop, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> just, Oh my god, that's I don't so know funny. Why. Just yeah, get, he totally cause does. Cuz it's like they have the same kind of uh-huh. you know yeah. outfit and stuff and he's Well, in in <laughs> it's it's so <laughs> Yeah, because the thing is, it. What was the first line that he said? Like, how was something like? Let me tell you, silly man. Women are evil. Are pure evil. evil or yeah, it's like the thing. The is, ultimate evil. It's, it's yeah. honestly off-putting right out the gate in oh, multiple yeah. ways, and is like it, it grabs your attention because it's like, man, what is what is Rifen doing? Because like. Mm. Both of these guys are shitty. They like pull some chick over, and the his well, partner. It not was Martin. it was great because you have that monologue about that guy saying that he wanted to. He's like cheating on his wife. Yeah, he's yeah. an affair, and he has an addiction to this like mm-hmm. um, his mistress, some yeah. some stripper or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he says, "I gotta kill her. That's the only way." God, I yeah, gotta that's kill her. Right? Yeah, and. Uh, you know, you have that context of this, like the 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 black cop, like wanting to like who has who has this hatred of women, mm-hmm. and then they pull over a a woman in yeah. a car, and you it's know? Yeah. so tense, dude. Mm-hmm. That scene is unbelievably tense because you have like uh, Martin mm-hmm. uh, Miles Teller in the background, just like hands on his belt, fucking mm-hmm. doing his his weird like gross spit that yeah. he does. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just like really off-putting, and uh, the cop is just like totally shaking down this girl, being mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe we can make this all go away. Basically, like trying. To I have know sex where with you her. live. Yeah, dude. He, I, he wasn't trying to have sex with her. He was more of framing the. Yeah, yeah. He, he was framing the uh, conversation to say, "I can do whatever I want with you. I have complete control." Fat. He, he's being a fascist. Yeah, yeah. There you and go. Uh, yeah. I use that word not in a yeah. not in a glib way, we'll but in a very sure. yes. This, <laughs> this this show is not um, <laughs> it's not subtle in in its commentary on fascism. I'll, yeah, I'll say, for sure. I'll say that. Yeah. But I, I, I yeah, think yeah. I think yeah. It's it's really interesting though the way that Rifen is already right out the gate playing with. Um, your perception of right and wrong of like the of hmm. protagonists and antagonists because I mean who do you usually open a story with the protagonist right yeah and Miles Teller is the protagonist of this show he's the lead he's like the the main character at least hmm. you know between episodes one and five that and the show bold is ass move yeah to make him so unlikable yeah and he you is at, at at every turn. <laughs> 
it, it, you learn something new about him, and yeah. most of those things that you learn make him more unlikable. Uh, one such thing, which is introduced <laughs> early on, is that he's dating an underage high school girl. Seventeen. What's the what's the uh, age of consent in California? I think it's eighteen. Is it eighteen? It's seventeen, but then it's pointed out that he started dating her when she, she was, was 16. sixteen. And that's what's so funny <laughs> is that like, oh no, it's fine. She's seventeen. Oh wait, he was fucking her when. She yeah, was they they yeah, yeah they make a point to be like yeah yeah we started. She tells him that, right? Because she's mad at him for something. Yeah. She's like, you started fucking me when I was 16. And it's yeah, like, so it's totally in statutory rape uh, yeah, realms. Yeah. But uh, I think I think what's uh, going going more towards the overall themes of the show, mm-hmm. yeah. um, getting away from details, uh, the, the, each episode is a name of a tarot card. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first the tarot, one is... Tarot. Tarot. Is it tarot? tarot? I it thought it was matter. tarot card. I think it's ta- I think it's tarot. Sean Sean Menard out there, tell me if I'm saying it right. <laughs> um, Pronunciation king. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I was hanging out with him today, off topic, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, "Yeah, he said, yeah, cachet." And I was like, "It's catch." Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, what word though? Are you for like about? for See? like? Uh, um, well, I didn't tell. I didn't correct him. He corrected himself. Um, for, uh, for computers. Oh, oh, C-A-C-H. Yeah, a cache. Yeah. I feel like I've heard cache too, though. All right. Twitter pool. Is it pronounced cache or catch? Like catch a ball. Catch. (laughs) Are you saying that like that's the correct pronunciation? Catch. 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 Cache. Cache. What is it, Twitter? Yeah. Hit us up. Hit us up. DM us. D- slide um, into those DMs. <laughs> uh, but but Sean's uh, a good guy. Yeah, Sean's a good guy. Yeah. But yeah, he said he said cache and then he said cash. Yeah. So cash. I th- I think I don't fuck, know. I don't know. I don't fucking know anymore. Yeah, who cares? Uh, it's just words. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, what was I saying? Oh, the tarot cards, mm-hmm. and uh, each episode's named after one. Yeah. And there's a lot of imagery with uh, tarot cards. And to help decipher um, some of the stuff, uh, you know, I, I looked up, you know, tarot cards themselves. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was uh, discovering, because, I, I mean, you know, me, I'm a bit of a secular guy. I'm not into the all superstitious stuff. You're, you're a stuff. bit of a Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got a little little Gervais in you. Uh, that'd be too big for, for, for fitting this body. Isn't it? <laughs> If it, if it, I wish I had him as a dog from Spy Kids as like my dog. God, yeah, wouldn't that, <laughs> wouldn't that be just a match made in heaven? Would it? You got a little atheist the, Gervais dog, dude. We would go on so many, <laughs> so many <laughs> adventures together. But yeah, yeah. The the point is, is that tarot cards, yeah. um, have they have uh, uh, two aspects? They have two aspects to them. They have duality towards them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I wish I, I, I can't really pull out the um, specifics of, like, one tarot card. But essentially, um, each tarot card shows, like, a certain um, a certain trait. Yeah. Like, let's say, like, uh, um, I don't know. I'm just pulling this out of my ass. Like, uh, you know, being organized and um, planning things out is, like, the positive side of a tarot card. Oh, if you okay. flip it, if you flip it, it's chaos and 
Well, no, it's actually the bad side of organization, like being too detailed and like overtly like negative. So that's what's so interesting. Okay, I understand. The duality, not, not, yeah, yeah, duality of the same thing, which is kind of interesting. Mm. And Too Old to Die Young is the same thing. Like even the title is like. The Devil is episode mm, one. I don't think we mentioned. Right. Yeah. And uh, there's, you know, the the good aspects of the devil and the bad aspects of the devil. Mm-hmm. It's like the flip sides of the same aspect. Yeah. And Rifen explores this um, throughout um, the entire show with each of the characters. Yeah. Um, Martin, for example, is kind of like this, uh, you kind of hate him, but he goes on this, uh, this journey of, uh, you know, kind of self-realization about... Um, of himself and how he That's feels about sure. killing. And yeah. you could flip his tarot card, his psycho, psycho, his psychopathy. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Psycho. Oh yeah. The fact that he's a, his yeah, psychopath. He's a psych. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's totally a, psychopath. a psychopath for sure. And you can morph that into a, um, a rules based system in yeah, terms yeah, of like yeah. a Dexter esque, like, um, yeah, which is a direction I know. didn't expect it to go. Right. Um, and we're jumping episodes here. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I, I just want to say that it's, it's, it's so fucking ballsy mm. to just like, let you, sit with one side of that duality for the whole first episode. Right, exactly. Because I, I, after the first episode, I was like, I was into it, but I was like, man, I don't like, like this guy yeah. to the point that, like, I don't know if I'm going to be super into this show because, mm-hmm. like, it, it's if it's just going to be, like, this guy being, like, a piece of shit and he's the protagonist, mm. it's like, I, I don't know if I'll be super into it. But, yeah, that that's really cool, the duality angle, because mm. then they start to explore that and flesh mm. him out. But they just let you dislike him for 90 fucking minutes at the beginning. Right, right. And it's, it's uh, yeah, I mean, the, the pacing in general for the first even couple episodes is very, like... Uh, it more more so neon demon rifen than like drive rifen. Oh yeah, in in my opinion, drive um, rifen comes out though. Absolutely. Oh oh. I boy, mean, does, you do you do. Boy, even... does drive rifen come on out yes. by episode five, man? Oh god. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> so. First episode also introduces us to oh boy, damn, one of the oh boy. incredible, an incredible performance slash character mm-hmm. that is uh, Martin's seventeen-year-old girlfriend's dad. Yeah, who he meets in the episode. He's like this super fucking rich. He's a bourgeois, bourgeois for sure, elite fi- finance dude. He's a hedge fund manager. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. You do if you watch the show. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, I had—I was about to text you while I was watching it because I had a mild panic attack because I thought it was Alec Baldwin, yeah, dude. Because Stephen look, Baldwin? Yeah. No, no, no. It's Billy Baldwin. Billy Baldwin. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah, you're right. He looks. Oh, I mean, of course they're brothers, but like I thought it was actually like Alec Baldwin. Yeah, more so than like yeah. Stephen and Alec. Uh, yeah, Alec and, and Billy Baldwin, man, look so much alike. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I can't even think of, like, a thing I've seen Billy Baldwin in. Yes. I know I've seen him in something, maybe, like, NCIS or something. It's, but, yeah, like, that seems yeah. like the perfect Billy Baldwin. Which one? Vehicle. New Orleans? Fucking L.A., I think. L.A.? The one with Chris O'Donnell and fucking uh, 
fuck, what's his name? Ice Ice Chest or Oh, fucking... I, Ice Cube. No, no, it's not Cube. Ice it's, tea. Um, no. Um, uh, what else is ice? ice? Fuck, what other ice is? No, no, no. The, the one, the one from uh, Deep Blue Sea. Samuel Jackson. No. <laughs> the cook in Deep Blue Sea. I don't. I don't. Uh, the beloved film character of Jesus Ice Christ. Cube. What's his name? I can't. Jesus. Ice tea. Ice tea. Sure. Um, but yes. So he's probably <laughs> from some like TV show. <laughs> but he pops up in this, and he's he has the weirdest vibe in the fucking world. Like from minute one, he, like he, he's, he's snorting, snorting every five seconds, mm-hmm. which he drops later. Oddly enough. I don't really, I guess cause well, he's just did Coke here or something. Well, uh, he, when he wants to, uh, when he wants to assort his dominance over somebody, mm, yeah, do his uh, little snorting. Cause like, yeah, I don't give a shit if you know, I do Coke or not. Yeah, for you sure. You know what I mean? That makes sense. But when he's giving a speech like in a public space, he like stops the, the, the snort, the snorting. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, and so, uh, yeah, Martin meets him for the first time and it plays out differently than you'd expect, right? Like a, a lot of these interactions and stuff on paper, you think are going to go one way, but then like her dad is like very welcoming of Martin um and mm. somewhat he's like he's like definitely trying to assert his dominance and be like you better take care of my daughter but generally he kind of warms up to martin yeah yeah uh, over the first few episodes and you get one of the strangest scenes in probably God, cinema the tiger history. how yeah. can we even speak about that fucking tiger scene <sighs> i can't he does he yeah billy baldwin does this weird i don't know how he makes that sounds like hold on Hold on, let me see if I can do it. It's, it is a purr. It's like a yeah. But can you can he, you purr? He does it through his his. I I can't, dude. I can't do it. He does it Something through his like, like yeah. That's he close. Does it, he does it through his like nasal cavity. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. It's something. It's it's, it's all it's nose. fucking. It's fucking disturbing. Yeah, and he, you know, he yeah, like yeah. has a little like stuffed tiger in front of his face, and he's like moving it towards uh, Miles Teller, mm. and it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is this? And it's gives so Miles Teller yeah. a tiger. And, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's as if it's like, hey, you know, we're both animals, mm-hmm. and I'm restraining myself and kind of giving you a warning sign about like yeah who's the boss here it's it's the yeah. dad with the shotgun at the door routine except but with a fucking stuffed tiger <laughs> you know those those la people are, are just the wackiest people uh, a wacky bunch that that crew yeah um <laughs> god yeah but yeah that i i and what's funny is that this scene isn't even the scene that makes my mouth drop didn't make my mouth drop as much as another scene. Episode three. Was it three? I think so. Uh, no, four, four. Yeah, let's, um, let's save that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. But um, uh, yeah, this. It just, yeah, so our viewers who haven't watched the show, mm-hmm. you know, give give them a little thing to look forward to. Yeah, <laughs> God, Jesus, because that wasn't the weirdest scene. In the no, it's it's yeah, dude. It's that that rife and weirdness mm. that's like he's just fucking unhinged, man. They mm. let him do like everything he wanted to. Like you can tell there were no, not a single note was listened to 
mm. by Rifen when he made this show. I feel like because it it doesn't it just do, it doesn't care what you like expect from it, what you want from it. It's mm. just doing it like he's just doing his own thing, and you can either fucking buckle up and like get on board mm. or get the fuck out and get watch yeah. Fleabag or fucking uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Like, they're right there at your disposal. Yeah, um, go go watch go watch whatever that show's about. Mm-hmm. You know? Whatever. The, both both good shows, but... Uh, I can only assume so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything about the, yeah. the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Judy, have you seen the Marvelous have Mrs. Maisel? Have you seen it? It's so delightful. Judy, I've seen this show called Too Old to Die Young, and well, it's, it's a little uncomfortable for my taste. I don't much enjoy it. <laughs> don't care for it too much. But one of the Baldwin brothers is in it, and he's just so handsome. <laughs> <laughs> to say one of the Baldwin brothers yeah, is yeah. just so handsome. That old ladies really go for the fucking Baldwin brothers. They, they go for the multiple bead bracelets <clears throat> and spiked hair God. look. To look like you just woke up yeah. from like a night of just... 50 lines. Yeah. Dude, he has such a, like, 50-year-old guy trying to look 25 vibe. Oh, yeah. Because, like, his hair's spiked up. He's, like, trying to look youthful. Um, yeah, but it is, it is, it is, uh, it is quite the sight to see. Yeah. It is quite the sight. Uh, but anyway, Billy Baldwin, mm. great. Um, and his daughter that uh, Martin is uh, dating is the girl from uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, who does she play again? She again? plays uh, uh, oh. Tyrell, something, Mart. No, I thought you said it was uh, Cersei's daughter. Yeah, she marries a Tyrell, right? Doesn't she? Well, and then she, yeah. And she like I, Well, she's going to, and then she gets killed. Yeah. Remember, she right? gets poisoned on the boat. Right. They're shipping her off to yeah, go yeah. marry somebody. Cer- yeah, she's Cersei's daughter, mm-hmm. or uh, another product of incest. Speaking of incest... Yeah. Yes, we can move on to episode two. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Well, okay. Episode one ends with Martin killing the guy, right? No, he killed. He kill, he kills a guy at the end of one because no, uh, he kills he kills that chick. There's there's the Damien. Um, Damien comes into oh, yeah, play. He's like a bit of a Damien. crime guy. Yeah, Damien is like um, uh, a local a local gang leader, mm-hmm. a Jamaican gang leader. And yeah. uh, um, Martin gets uh, gets uh, kind of roped into working roped in. for him. Yeah, yeah. Because his partner gets shot by Jesus. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh, and so yeah. At the end, uh, Martin kills a guy that Damien needs him to kill. Yeah. And then that's how one ends. Mm-hmm. Two is our introduction to. Jesus. It's, a, it's a completely different show. Yeah, Martin, absolutely. Completely. The, we don't even see uh, Martin yeah. at all. It's it, all in it Mexico. It does that crazy thing that, like, the only shows that have done that are, like, Breaking Bad in, like, the fifth season where they're just like, y'all know Breaking Bad. Y'all know we do weird shit. Like, here's a whole episode 
like here's a whole bottle episode about a fly and they just like do weird shit but it's like yeah episode two right out the gate he's like we're just going to mexico now yeah because jesus (laughs) jesus uh killed uh subtle guy that rifle yep uh (laughs) killed um uh, martin's partner and uh, he flees to mexico Dude, to get away from the law. That's right. And yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what? He has he has his uncle is a is a cartel leader. Yeah. You know? This whole this yeah. whole episode really plays out like kind of like a, a riff on like Mexican Godfather. Because oh, yeah. it's it's all about like like even down to the jealousy uh between family members. Um right. and it, it really, really reminded me of like uh Godfather in that respect where uh, there's this older kind of dying Godfather-esque cartel leader. What was his name again? I forgot. I can't remember. Um, Don the Don. Don something. Yeah. Don, yeah, Don um, Julio. I don't know. Don Julio? Was that, <laughs> no, that's, that's not it. Joke. That's something. Yeah, I, that's that's, a, that, that's definitely alcohol. from something. Yeah, it's um, alcohol. <laughs> and he has like a shitty son who uh, is his, gay. Is he? Yeah, dude. Because remember oh. Don Julio is like, I tried to raise my boy right, but then he turned out to be an F word. Oh, yeah, I said, guess I took that as him just saying it like as a demeaning word and not literal. I don't but know. No one uses like, I guess no one so. uses the F word nowadays as like a demeaning. It's more like yeah. demeaning as in your demeaning homosexual. and literal at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. Like, I mean, I can't imagine anyone uses if, unless you're a video game streamer. <laughs> anyone who uses yeah, the yeah. word the f word is using it derogatory against homosexuals that's true absolutely <laughs> um and not not to say that video game streamers have a free pass yeah to exactly. using yeah. the f word unless unless you're <laughs> hard boy for 2069 hard. you can't use the word hashtag gamers rise up get those <laughs> Get those Veronicas. They they don't. Chads don't don't deserve Veronica, man. <laughs> jo- Jokers. We live society. Joker. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. What is the title of episode two? Um, I can't remember what it was. It, it's a tarot card, obviously. Yeah, um, um, lovers, I think. That makes it. Yeah, the lovers. Um, but yeah. So so here we have this kind of uh, tense. Uh, familial relationship uh the the don's son he doesn't respect at all like he doesn't respect his son his son is like what the fuck are you doing like being cool with the cops yeah like fuck the cops Mm -hmm. stop working with the cops his his he's in he has an insatiable appetite for power yeah for sure um but they play like i to be honest with you i was kind of thrown a little bit by the ending because they demean him so much that they kind of make him a little like weaselly and weak. Who? Um, the, the son, the, the actual son, yeah. son mm. that, that I was kind of in it. I don't mean this in like a negative way at all, but I was just kind of thrown off by like, Whoa, he, okay. They're okay. He's this guy now. Mm. Um, but yeah, so Jesus is kind of like thrust in the middle of this family relationship. The, the dad, the Godfather figure takes a liking to him much more than his own son. Um, yeah. Which we have yeah. theories alert. Yeah, yeah. And Jesus, oh yeah, I like calling him Jesus. Mm. It's funny. Yeah, Jesus yeah, yeah. is probably his uh, his actual son. Um, 
Oh man, yeah, because that's right. uh, um, yeah, I failed to mention this. Like he killed the cop. Jesus killed the cop because the cop had killed his mom. So it was revenge. Yeah, it was shot. revenge. Yeah, and uh, apparently, like his mom is very gorgeous and stuff. So you got some good old Freudian mm-hmm. shit. Um, it, like his uncle. It's it's heavily suggested. Yeah, that he sure. slept with his sister. Yeah. Heavily. And then even like... And the guy calls yeah. uh, Jesus um, like my son a bunch. He said and it's, in the yeah. first episode, like, your mom came to me in a dream and said I should take care of you like my own son or something. That's right. Yeah. 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 And uh, even when he, when Jesus was uh, taking care of the... There's all this is so much shit, <laughs> but he says yeah, I yeah. won't explain it. But like he says, pretty much like you have my eyes and shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 So heavily insinuating, yeah, heavily insinuating incest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for know? sure. And uh, I don't, I don't know what the the the, the reasoning behind it. The incestual. So, yeah, ideas. I'm not. I'm not sure. Is yeah. it like? Um, Jesus, the name, Mother Mary, mm. uh, Mary Magdalene as his mom. Is mm. it something like that? Like you don't know who the, the who father the dad is? is right? I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's, I don't know. Cause it, yeah, her name, on. her name is Mag, Magdala. Is it really? Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. That's so, definitely something at play then. Yeah. I, yeah. Like the father's a mystery, just like it is. If in you the think Bible. about, I mean, sorry, Christian listeners out there. God, God. Yeah. If God is dad and dad oh, put God is daddy, Adam. <laughs> if God is daddy and all all creatures are his children, mm-hmm. then he knocked up his daughter yeah and had Jesus. That that holy trinity fam. <laughs> it's a it's a messy racket. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of incest going on the 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 sure, bible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I can't, I mean... Hey, Adam and Eve, who were their kids fucking? Oops. All I'm saying. Where did Cain and, Abel, Cain and Abel just came across a village for some reason <laughs> and started, like, having sex with women there? Yeah. It's like, yeah. where the fuck did that village come from? Yeah. Are you, are it's you, like <laughs> if, if your mom and dad were the first ones. Yeah. Uh, they got some explaining to do. Were they just, like, low-key fucking somewhere else? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They found, yeah, they found their brothers and sisters in another town. Maybe God was like, ah, oh, f- fuck. Shit. I have to make this village over here. So fuck it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, I can't just make them fuck each other. That'd be really weird. <laughs> Plus, it's, it's two boys, too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's messy, man. Yeah, we're all, all we're all products of uh, descendants, if you believe. We're all products that. of incest, right? The Lord our God. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so two sets up a lot of that tension with the family. Mm. The, the, the dad, the, uh, the, the godfather, the Don, whatever, is not doing too hot. Mm. Um, and he, he likes like to keep, and, I mean, yeah. he likes to keep a stable society. He, he believes in, yeah, he believes in, uh, tradition and, you know, proper, um, uh, civility. Mm-hmm. Because like you know, when his son shows up to the table, he's like he's not he's not showered or dressed properly and tries yeah, to get him out. That's right. You know, um, he believes in stability and the two forces of uh, the police and and the cartel like just playing soccer. Mm-hmm. 
is a form of stability. And it's actually very interesting, that idea of balance in that way. Because to me, that's like the most logical thing that keeps a stable society is two opposing forces is kind of agreeing to terms to yeah, yeah. to play on an even field and not uh, try to take over one another. Yeah, on a play on a playing field, right? You could say, right? Yeah, and uh, to cross pollinate this with the themes of feminism in this uh, show, which is heavily implied throughout the mm-hmm. whole show. Yeah, um, the Don had told keeps telling the story of when he was. When he got to go see Pele, Pele, mm-hmm. the famous soccer player in Legend, Brazil, yeah. mm-hmm. um, he was talking about it with his sister. And long story short, um, uh, obviously that's why he was really close to his sister. But uh, that she said that you know, you know they were they were playing a game like I'm Pele, no I'm Pele, you know, like saying like yeah, that's right, yeah. I'm Pele, and uh, he's like, no, you can't be Pele, you're a girl. Mm-hmm. And the Don had the realization. It's like it's not about like being Pele. It's just that she just wanted to play, you yeah. know. And that's the whole. I think that's the whole idea is that like it's it's not about like being Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. It's not about like you know being like a masculine character per se. It's more like hey, just like you know women do that type of role, which is exemplified by Yuritsa's, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, role. Like why can't women just be like cool, badass, you know, so characters, Yuritsa yeah. or the, uh, the goddess of death. Is that the high priestess? Of high priest. Yeah, I screwed up. But so, so this is something that I don't have much more information on. Yeah. And you definitely do. I'm sure because, by episode five, I still just because when have she seen comes back, two. she's it's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I bet. But yeah, she she's introduced in this crazy like ritualistic scene comes where she the walks desert. out. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. She walks out to this like shrine in the desert, um, and I I don't even know exactly what that scene means. Honestly, it, it was a, it's like a shrine in tribute to all the women who died from like human trafficking or something. Fuck. Oh, that's right. And then, uh, was it at the end of two that, um, there's the, the girls that are getting trafficked. Yeah. Um, and then she fucking takes out those two guys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and tells them to run away. Mm. That's interesting. See, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to watch that thread develop and see where that goes. Cause, um, and you will be satisfied if you watch, if you watch them. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Um, yeah, it's, um, mm. but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, but already episode two is throwing into chaos a little bit. The idea that the protagonist of the show isn't the hero of the show, you know, and they're kind of already playing with that. Cause like Jesus in episode two, I would, I would, I wouldn't even like to use the labels of heroes, honestly. Yeah, with this show, it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this this whole show is about the grayness of everything, because even yeah. even I, I, we'll discuss it on the next episode. But even with Yuritsa, there's some things that are, I I, I mean, I think that are in, interesting to talk about based mm-hmm. on the episodes that she's in. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah, it's hard, it, uh, I I wouldn't want to say hero at all. Okay, that's it, that's you know? that's fair too because I I thought I had what the show was doing pegged down until the end of two and mm. the end of two is the sun. Where, yeah. Where Jesus is a fucking 
like, yeah. starts killing. Yeah, dude, people, because I dude. was like, his name's Jesus. Mm. Rifen isn't necessarily a subtle guy. Yeah. I'm going to guess that because what it seems like they're doing, they're giving us the backstory on why this guy killed a cop. We know that cop was a bad guy. Miles mm. Teller's a bad guy. This guy is probably going to be maybe if if oh, we're rooting the, for somebody, yeah. it's going to be oh 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 he's killing cops. Mm. And then it's like, oh shit. Uh mm. that ending is so fucking like visceral, man. Yeah, cuz it's God. just like he's shooting the audience, which is yeah, also yeah. uh also it's very telling because mm-hmm. like i would say that the american audiences are like the predominant viewers of uh, of it it's not yeah. like i think that scene is very on purpose like shooting us almost yeah yeah you know mm-hmm. like trying to kill the the uh the, the preconceived notions that we have about um this yeah. man you know yeah yeah but um it might be benefit of the doubt but you know. Yeah, it's but ba- <laughs> but basically, yeah, it seems like he's now set as kind of the number two to uh, the son of the dawn who has died. Mm. Uh, he dies by the end of episode two, so son takes over, starts killing off cops. Yeah, so starts sending shit truth. into disorder yeah. pretty much yeah. at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, do you have anything else on two? Because three and four, I think we can talk about kind of as, as, as a combined a, as a, thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's just move on. Um, yeah. Can you refresh my memory on uh, three and four? Yeah, so three and four, we're back with Martin. Martin is a detective now. Oh, yeah. Because um, he right. kind of gets... Uh, they fast-track him. Fa- they fast-track him at the end of episode one. He's a, he's a detective. Um, we're kind detective! of introduced to... Detective! Um, <laughs> he's... Yeah, we're introduced to him uh, and, like, his kind of unit or what have you. And and this is where, to me, the, the show started shifting. It starts picking up a bit. It starts, it starts picking up, and it starts to feel a little... Uh, less like the kind of stilted slow. I don't stilted as a negative connotation, but iceberg. the slower iceberg pacing of mm. a rifen thing, and it starts to pick up and be more like uh, naturalistic, which mm. isn't something that rifen does very often. But uh, at, by the point of episode three and its reintroduction of like Martin, I, I found it like really. Uh, I don't know, like a lot more welcoming and like e- like mm. easy to kind of sit back and watch. Because mm. um, yeah, I mean he's like he's like on the case. He's like starting to solve like a, a murder and um, yeah, yeah. He's 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 got his first. Uh, is this the one where he is in the parking lot? Is that the one? Or is that four? Um, the parking lot where he goes. Vigo, was it, they have Vigo in it? Does this one have Vigo in it? Vigo's oh three starts with Vigo yeah that's right so oh my god it had a scene that I Mm. laughed aloud at the like comic absurdity of it of like Vigo killing a guy like locking his keys in the car and getting like locked out of the car was super fucking funny to me because like he made all these mistakes yeah he like fucked up and then was like fuck i just have to leave the car now like that's what i have to do Mm. and that's the body that martin finds and is investigating so um because he's a homicide now yeah homicide yeah so it's it's coming back to me now so Mm. that that whole basically third episode is him 
Tracking down. Tracking down. Yeah, that's a Vigo. whole episode. Yeah, the yeah, whole episode yeah. is just him tracking Vigo down. And Vigo, played by uh, John Hawks, is John like, Hawks. so far by episode five, maybe my favorite character. Like, Vigo is such an interesting guy. He's also kind of a one-eyed type character because he literally has literally one, has one, one eye. Literally has one eye, yeah. So it's yeah. like Rifen playing with his own fucking mythology. Yeah. Um, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, he kind of is. Maybe he's kind of the the one eye, but I've only seen five episodes, so I don't know yet. Mm. But um, but he's like a fascinating character because he's he's he reports to yeah. Jenna Malone, Jenna Malone, who's like a social worker. Yeah, she does. Um, she she works with uh, rape victims, child rape victims. I think that's right. Yeah, um, specifically yeah. Uh, for the I think for the DA, mm-hmm. I think for the district attorney. I think so. She does a, I mean, that's a very like, that's a very admirable like position to be in, you know, like yeah. doing that career. But, and yeah. she uses that information that she finds to, to get, um, her own branded justice, mm-hmm. um, against the, the, the rapist who, who either get out of yeah. jail or get off scot free. Yeah. And utilizes Vigo as a, Ex FBI agent to uh, yep yep assassinate these 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 yeah. uh, males and, and yeah. this is uh, us telling you that just now that's literally that that information is revealed over an entire like oh, hour yeah. ten minute episode mm-hmm. it's like th- this is uh this is where I kind of felt the influence of like Ed Brubaker coming in because mm-hmm. like Brubaker is a guy who. Um, does a lot of indie comics and like crime indie comics and his storytelling style is like, you're not going to know much, but it's slowly going to unravel over time. Mm -hmm. And so that, that like third and fourth episode really feels like his influence kind of heavily weighing on like how the, how the plot is unraveling. If that makes sense. Uh Um, that's pretty cool though. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. I liked, I liked the whole scenes with Martin, like, um, following, um, mm-hmm. was it, was he following? Yeah. Jenna Malone, right? That's right. Yeah. And yeah. he's like piecing it all together and, and mm. it's, 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 uh, intriguing and like tense because like he's keeping you in the dark and you mm. don't exactly know like, okay, something's up because Martin's not arresting this guy. Mm. Like Martin knows who this guy is now mm. and is just trying to figure out like who he's working for and like how all that works. He already knows that he's killed somebody. Yeah. And that scene with yeah. Martin and Jenna Malone is great when mm-hmm. he like walks in and just like, um, just, uh, uh, hard destroyed. Bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because she's yeah. like, oh, I haven't seen him in a while. And he's like, he saw him yesterday yeah. and she's like, well, <laughs> it just like calls her on her bullshit right away. Yeah. Um, but uh, and she's like, uh, he knows. He calls her, calls her up, and uh, mm-hmm. so we're like, well, what's going to happen now? Like, what's, it, what's the deal? Well, he actually yeah. meets up with Vigo. Yeah, puts and- up a olive branch. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not going to arrest you, dude. I love that diner scene. Oh, that yeah. that diner scene is so great when he sits down next to him and you're like, where is this going to go? This is the first time we see like some sort of humility by Martin, you know, like, cause like he's actually like, 
yeah. being more vulnerable about who he is as a person. Vulnerability is the fucking yeah. word I was looking for yeah. for Gosling. But but yeah, yeah, you're right. And it's like mm. um he is vulnerable because he he finally he finds is face to face with yeah. somebody that's like him. Yeah. That, that he feels is or like at least him. he thinks is like him. Yeah. For sure. Someone who who kills, right? And yeah, he yeah. wants to see if he can channel that um that that energy of uh of killing into a more uh socially responsible way yeah, you know? yeah. uh so he, he uses vigo to see like does he have like a moral code and so they go go into this whole thing about like you know how he has a he has a a system with jenna malone and it's kind of like yeah. an a an interesting assassin's uh yeah it's a clever code. it's yeah. a real clever thing where it's like yeah she she knows the victim she knows the suspects like she she knows all the players needed and um and yeah and vigo can kind of just come in get a name go take out a guy mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's totally a dexter thing for sure yeah. like De- dexter was the same thing where it's like I'm going to fucking kill people whether I have a system or not. Like, let's just set something up where I'm killing people that deserve it. At least. Quote, unquote. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so that's like the big th- thing with three and four is him meeting Vigo. You have that scene overlooking L.A. with some, like, incredible quotes that I wish I had on hand. Uh, that, like, v- Vigo's fucking, like, monologue. Oh, yeah, yeah. To, it's uh, pretty Martin. amazing. God, is so good. Um, We've evolved through through uh, hate and there's some yeah. shit like that. God, yeah. yeah. And well, and yeah. he's like a total through fucking violence. like Jones head. Like he's a total, like, uh, <laughs> fucking info. It's like, like your new, new phrase now, huh? Brett, like yeah. you always like, if you're a fan of something, you attach a something head. Yeah. Something yeah. Head. I like it. Jones head. Jones head. Yeah. Cause um, that, that Alex Jones, Martin Jones. Yeah. Oh, hey. Oh, America. Yeah. Uh, info, yeah, but he's always listening to like Infowars. Like, yeah, there's this guy on the radio is talking about like these 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 coastal elites and their climate change lies are poisoning the yeah. minds and souls of America. Like shit. Like, and that. yet you're like Vigo's fucking sick though. Like, yeah, Vigo's well, cool it's a fuck. duality thing, man. Exactly. It's like uh, exactly. I mean, you pointing that out, I feel like is has unlocked and will mm. unlock the future episodes when I watch them. Right, because uh, that's what Rifen tries to explore. He plays with the extremities of of the same aspect of something, which is such a... Yeah, it, yeah. It's such a cool thing, because um, when you think of duality, it is, it is, you know... A great you, Slipknot song. But, yes. You, you think of, like, <laughs> fire and water. Yeah. No, yeah. the duality here is fire, fire but the different ways it expresses itself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like both, fire both. is good in the way of, mm-hmm. of like it's burning down forest to, you know, um, uh, well, let's make it fertile, make the soil fertile. Okay. Again. I was going to say cook food or it's, yeah. it's like cooking, uh, cooking. You could, yeah. Food, you could say that too. Cooking, yeah. cooking food. It, uh, burned people at the stakes or burned people. Water yeah. is literally, uh, our, our fuel, but, uh, but you can also kill you. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's fascinating, man. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what is exuded by Marge. I mean, every, every character I'd say, like, mm-hmm. I, I can't say that there's something that, um, that there's a character out there that's kind of like on the objective levels of, 
of of one side, unless well, they're it, just like some minor character that you barely see. Yeah, well, and that's that. It's interesting thinking about it now because it's like I I took in the baggage of traditional like story structure mm. and like the the way that most stories unfold the hero's where, journey yeah i mean either whether you know it's hero's journey or whether you're trying to like upend that and mm. it's like oh no this guy maybe is the villain it's like mm. what if and that's that's why it, it's what if a it's challenging reality show. where there yeah. are no villains or heroes yeah, for sure because like you know a villain is essentially the hero in their own story anyway yeah you can't say i mean hitler is obviously like known to be the objective evil of um the 20th century yeah, yeah. but in his own subjective pers- perspective yeah he thought he was saving the world you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. so it's kind of like that uh idea of just like you know, perception plays a huge role in, uh, in how, how you see things. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's fascinating. Uh, but just like, just like we get introduced to, um, the, uh, the Lieutenant, the, the Lieutenant Martin's new boss. Episode four. He, he's, Jesus uh, Christ. he's a very hilarious character because yeah. like when you first like meet him, he's like this kind of, he's like, he's like, the dad that's like like you, you you like this you like like you go to his barbecue right and he's like cracking yeah, jokes all the time yeah. you know he's yeah. that type of guy like he's wearing like kiss the cook apron type guy i you went know? on such a journey with yeah. his fucking character dude because yeah it's yeah. it's totally like that at that's first. how he gets introduced uh, yeah because he's like he's like singing or something right like i don't know he's he's just (laughs) yeah there's that and then and then uh early on in his introduction he like leans up next to martin at his desk and he's like are you familiar with the works of carl jung yeah and like (laughs) and starts like talking fucking like psychology to him and i was just like who is this guy Then he talks about like nihilism and shit like yeah and Roll it, just roll the dice, Jones. Like this guy's insane. Yeah. Like he he's like a, su- a hyper intelligent, yeah, like fucking weird dad guy. Yeah, and then later on in episode four, Jesus, dude, one in of the one of the best scenes in cinema history, definitely of twenty nineteen. He he, God, the dude. set. What we're gonna go through this nice and slow for you. It's it's Friday, man. Friday at the office. It's yep. you get to go. It's it's the weekend's coming up, and he's having it's his freaking weekend, baby. He has he has his Friday meetup. Yep. You know the little powwow you give to your subordinates before uh, yep. before the all, start all the, the day. Detectives, yeah, yeah. Yep. With all the detectives and homicide. Mm-hmm. And he has a little ukulele with him. I'm not kidding. He's a little ukulele. Well, there. it's slung over his back. He has a yeah. ukulele strap. <laughs> a, ukulele. a specific type of person has a ukulele strap. It's not it's, everybody's going to get a whole that, strap for it. Yeah, it's assumed that it's utilized all the time. Absolutely. Because a ukulele is a small object. Yeah. You could easily hold on. You to don't need a strap, but unless you're... Unless you're this guy. Unless you're the lieutenant of yeah. uh, LAPD homicide. Um, Incredible. And everyone's like fucking pumped up, just ready to fucking go. Yeah. And they're, and they're just like, 
cheering everything the lieutenant says. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the specifics were, but yeah, he starts like uh, he starts saying, "Give me an F." And give me an A. We're gonna go back. A. Oh, give me an S. Give me a C. And at this point, when I'm watching, I'm like, "What the fuck is he spelling?" Because I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, like what? What? F- what is F A S C? Yeah. What? What word? What, what comes next? Give me an I. No, he says, "Give me an ism." Oh my god! <laughs> he does. That's he right. Says, Holy shit! He didn't want to finish it. Yeah. And then what happens? That spells fascism, and everyone starts yelling fascism and pumping their fascism. fists, fucking cheering fascism, fascism. I couldn't believe it. I was in fucking. I was yeah shock. I was my mouth was on my desk. And, uh, yeah, insane. After that chant, he fucking... W- it, that, it's fucking crazy, because then he pulls out his ukulele and sings this, like... Very, very quiet. Yeah, very quiet, like... It's almost sincere, like... Yeah, like, yeah. sincere, lyrically, kind of profound, and, like... It's a biblical, like, yeah, thing. And, like, it? musically, the yeah. shit he... The, so, the, I gotta give the actor props, because, like... That motherfucker could play a uke, man. Like, the song he was playing was, like, so complicated yeah. for a fucking ukulele song. And I was like, this is nuts, man. This is insane. And, uh, God, yeah. So. 2019 top scene right there. I don't think. No, no it is not the top scene. That's true. Yeah, we're going to get to it. But it is the second <laughs> second top yeah. scene in, the, in okay. 2019. So, so what. Can we stay here for just a moment yep, and yep. try to unpackage what the hell that was all about? So you, I think, put it pretty succinctly when you were talking about it being a post-ironic uh, sort of thing. Yeah, kind of, kind of a like, uh, like an incelly, um, kind of like, like an exploration into like the psychology of. Oh, the alt right and stuff. Yeah, of like alt right guys. Oh, and yeah. They're like the heroes of their story. Well, the the alt the alt right's philosophy on on spreading the the good word. Um, I, I use that as a as a joke. I'm not an alt right person. <laughs> the uh, good word. Um, the Nazi word. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is to is to um to the best phrase I can think of is to lean into it. Mm-hmm. You lean into it. And since, um, you know, fascism, Nazism, uh, those type of things are obviously very, um, shamed in our Western society. Mm-hmm. I mean, that goes without saying, right? Yeah. And the alt-right uses a strategy of post irony to, uh, Kind of, kind of in, influence people by leaning into, uh, you know, very, very fascistic uh, ideals, like kind of expressing things in a joking manner. Like Four Chan is is pretty good at this. Um, yeah. By like you know joking at at you know white with white supremacist ideas, and they would say like if someone's offended by it. 
it's a it's it's just a joke you know don't get offended i'm just joking right mm-hmm. but it, it is actually just a way to 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 smuggle in their white supremacist ideals yeah. you know so when you have like the scene was kind of a good expression of of uh it's so silly mm-hmm. that uh it's still the way to express the uh, ideals behind the, the the people themselves, you know. Yeah. And the and there's another interpretation that I came up with in in the sense that uh, there's there's actually I have two more after this, but well the, the other <laughs> the other one is that uh, and you it, really took a fine a fine tooth. Well, comb it's fucking, fucking crazy, scene. man. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's fucking jarring yeah. and I because it it. Yeah. Generally, the show up to the, it's yeah. it's important to state. I think that generally up to that point, the show is pretty is grounded. Yeah, it's like it's a grounded. grounded show. It's stylized, but it is still pretty grounded in a reality, right? And, and that and scene the, feels like a like a David Lynch fucking scene. Oh, it is definitely Lynchian as for fuck. sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, keep keep David Lynch in mind when you watch the remaining ones. Um, okay, but uh, what, what was I going to say? Oh, like. Kind of the the other idea is that uh, um, the that society is overdeveloped and we've kind of reached a postmodernist um, society mm-hmm. to where even like the the most well established like organizations only have veneers of ideas, so it's just like you know it's everything's so derivative post World mm-hmm. War Two that like the cops are just saying fascism now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Like there's like society is just so oversaturated with Mm postmodernism that it's like, Oh, (laughs) look, we're cops and we're fascists sort of thing. Yeah. It's like boiling it down to its like component parts to like be the most simple. Very. Yeah. It's very cynical on postmodernism in that sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the other interpretation is that Martin is just like so done with the cops that he's just, this is how his perception of reality is of them now. Yeah. I, I kind of, I, I kind of think that that's maybe the one that's most possible. Yeah. Yeah. Most intended on because it, those reaction shots I think are important because it's, he's kind of the straight man. Anytime the straight man, just like in, in the, the sense of like how there's always a straight man in comedy. Right. Um, there's, there's absurd there. There's a <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's a, the main guy in big bang theory. And then there's Sheldon, the crazy, funny, weird guy. Yeah. But you're always going to have, uh, yeah. The main guy who's the normal, who are, who's, who's yeah, our I mean, eyes in. You, you can't have Joey without the friends. You know what I mean? You can't. God <laughs> damn it! Put it on his shirt. Fucking sell it online. You I can't have shirt. Joey without the friends. You can't have your Phoebe without your fucking Ross. All right. You yeah, can't God have your Monica it. without base your a religion bridge. around it. That's so good. Um, <laughs> Joey without the friends. That's true. It's they true. tried it. It didn't it work. Worked. It didn't have the friends. Um, God damn it. <laughs> Reaching true moments of profound, <laughs> profound, profoundity here. Um, oh my God. But, but gee, what was I saying? But yeah, <laughs> no, he's the straight man in that scene because mm-hmm. it keeps cutting back to him. And he just has that like Miles Teller, like dead eye look mm-hmm. that, that he's had uh, in the whole first episode. And he's just like looking around 
And it's 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 like a straight man being surrounded by fucking Sheldon and the gang on Big Bang Theory. <laughs> it's like it's you like kinda, you kind of feel like you're martyred in that kind of like uh, for sure. Situation. So I, I think that yeah. that leans me to believe that like that may be the intended one, but it definitely is up to interpretation because it's mm. so strange. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got to talk five. We got to talk. Wait, is there anything else in four that we're... Uh, uh, oh, well, they set up that uh, v, um, Vio takes him under his wing, right? And Yeah, and he yeah. gets a job. Uh, there are these two guys in... Is it New Mexico? I think it's New Mexico. No, we're, uh, we're, I mean on four. I'm saying if there's anything else on four. Well, that's what I'm saying is that, that uh, Martin oh, gets a Before we go to yeah. five, yeah, yeah. he talks to Damien, and uh, Damien has a... Has a <laughs> this, is, this is important to me. Yeah. Damien has a, a, a job for him, and uh, some guy owes Damien some money, mm-hmm. and he has, he, Damien says, Martin, you should go kill this guy. Martin obliges and he follows him and he Martin has this kind of interesting moral um, complication to it. He doesn't want to kill oh, him. Oh, this is yeah, yeah, this is important for sure. This is yeah, very yeah. Important. He has this yeah, this moral because comp- he talked to Vigo and Vigo has a moral code and he's getting influenced by. Yeah. Um and meanwhile now mm-hmm. uh Martin has doubts about working for uh Damien. For Damien, yeah, because he's like I mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even have a reason to kill these people. Yeah. Like, I'm just killing them. Yeah. And he says, well, what did he ask the guy that he was about to kill? He's like, it was a Korean gentleman. Mm. He says, well, I owe Vigo like 5,000. Not Vigo. I mean, uh, how do they forget this? Damien. There's so much five, in show. Yeah. $5,000, right? Yeah, yeah. It's and like just 5,000. Yeah. So he, he, he makes the gentleman find $5,000 to give to Damien. And uh, they go. <laughs> They go to Hideo Kojima. They go to <laughs> yeah, and the Yakuza boys. Yeah, they go to a the the Yakuza. Yeah, the Yakuza. Hell yeah, baby! You, you get it's introduced. Rife, you get introduced to these motherfuckers with Martin and the gentleman opening a door, and an arrow just goes right between them. Yeah. And you see this hallway, super stylized. It looks cool as fuck. Yeah. You got these, like, traditional Japanese warriors, bowmen. Yeah. These Japanese bowmen. That's right. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I don't know why, but it's cool. Yeah. And there's this whole sequence of him, like, begging this, like, think of the most, like, generic Yakuza badass boss. He's, like, got that, like, flat... Hair top. Oh, gotta have the flat top. And yeah. he's kind of like this stocky big guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, <laughs> you can't really hear what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. And then you see fucking Hideo Kojima, <laughs> the guy who made Metal Gear Solid. Our, our good metal Metal Gear boy sitting in a chair. Sitting in a chair, yeah. just sitting there. Mm-hmm. And then they give him the money. They be- they, they make him beg for it. That's right. They cut his, his finger mouth. off in a pretty like yeah. brutal scene. They, they force his finger like up in the air, and mm. Hideo is the one who That's fucking right. does I it. Hideo is the one who fucking does it. That fucking <laughs> rules. God damn it! So I got to see one of my favorite game uh, game <laughs> director writers cut yeah. off uh, a man's finger and a rifle. Mm. 
and a right joint. what is what that is, is happening the, that's the opposite of amelia clark in a fig movie yeah honestly yeah yeah like <laughs> It's, it's, it's the actual opposite. Uh, I feel um, like I feel like my mind is just projecting itself onto reality now. And, yeah, right. You know, everything's culminating. Into yeah, it's what like uh, what what was happening? Fuck! It was uh, or no? I guess it was when the the newest trailer for uh, Death Stranding came out and fucking oh, Rifen fuck. was in it, dude. Yeah, I was like, the madman did it. The, the fucking co- did it because co- I had joked about that. I was like, yeah, "Look, Rifen's gonna be in the fucking game now." Mm. Um, well, and it's also like the like to a lesser degree, like Keanu and Cyberpunk, like yeah. shit like that. It's no, like Keanu, catering Keanu, directly it's, to Adam now. Yeah, like Keanu is like that's that was badass. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, but to have Rifen. <laughs> Yeah, that one is that one supersedes. It's downright ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It supersedes like Keanu in Cyberpunk. Honestly, oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's so ridiculous Mm -hmm. that I I was so giddy because I couldn't believe because I've seen like I follow Hideo Kojima and Rifen on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and I always see them together. I'm like, oh yeah, they're always hanging out. Which is funny. I, I just thought they were just hanging out because Hideo is they're like doing work, son. Yeah, they're actually they must yeah. they, they were doing. Did you work. see the video? There's a video mm. I think of uh, Rifen getting like 3D modeled for oh, for the game. That's cool. Yeah, I forgot where I saw that somewhere. Well, but, because yeah. Hideo Kojima is actually he's a huge movie guy. Mm. Um, invite let's invite him on the podcast. Um, Hideo, but yeah, come on, come on. That's yeah. why I thought he because he has. I mean, he has like friends with with. Uh, you know, the whole the whole film gangs. Yeah, dude. Because like, uh, yeah. if if only you were like a, a Del Toro fan too. Because like that motherfucker's in the goddamn game. Mm. It's so weird. Yeah. <sighs> no, I, I enjoyed seeing Del Toro because it's the so because he's it's such so, a specific guy. Yeah, that is so <laughs> weird. It's like what? He's got so, a little baby and a fucking thing. Like what? It's God. it's so interesting. It's yeah. so interesting. He, that guy, oh God, I'm so happy that like Hideo is just like. He's just having fun now, dude. He's just like, I'm going to get all my buds in my game. Hopefully the game is good. Hopefully it's like worth it. And, you and, know? and their names are even sillier. Die Hard Man. <laughs> Die Hard, hard Man. man. Because, Incredible. Because Hideo, Hideo is also a big fan of Die Hard. Die Hard. Yeah. Which is uh, one of my favorite films, mm-hmm. actually. And Adam can do that because he's Asian. Yes. Um, and uh, Bryphon's character's name is uh, Heart, heart Man. Heart man, Jesus, Christ. and I think, uh, <laughs> and I think, what was the name of uh, of Del Toro? I think he was like Die Man or some. I can't, like I can't remember honestly. But every name. Why is you weird. do this, Hideo? Yeah, Why God. you? Do what a this? fucking weirdo, man! What a blessed no, world. I think, I think he just he knows how like he can just do this. Yeah, for he sure. can just get. It's like this weird, also like like post-modernist take on like yeah. his his own career like he can just like <laughs> yeah. Dude, oh yeah, yeah i can name a guy Hartman in my game yeah nobody will give me shit about it like yeah yeah there was there was a thread uh on actually the blank check subreddit uh where they were saying like can can you guys cover fucking death straining because it's insane that he's making this game it is he's like one of the only blank check game directors and it's fascinating yeah Yeah. because he he can just do whatever he wants um 
Jesus, where were we though? Okay, so Kojima, yeah, oh, yeah. Yakuza. Martin decides, Damien, I don't want to work with you anymore. He takes the path of the Vigo path mm-hmm. in life, and Vigo and Jenna Malone are like they're but, these two but, guys. Hold on, Dam- okay. no, Damien says, "Oh, I understand you. You don't. You want to find a more moral. You want." I want you to still work for me, but I'll find you more appropriate. Oh, um, that's what it is. Yeah. Targets. That's what it is. Yeah. So Damien's the one who gets him. Yeah, he's like those he, guys. He uh, says, "Here's two pornographer, two, two rape pornographers." Yeah, that you can take down in um, like New, New Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which um, is funny that it, it's New Mexico out of all places. You know. Yeah, yeah. Or. Was it Arizona? Because no, I know it's definitely New Mexico because it it's an allusion to like Mexico, the whole politics of American Mexico. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So end of episode four. Now episode five is probably the best episode in the entire show. Honestly, interesting. I, I that's what I think. Yeah, after seeing the whole thing, the the thing in entirety. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely the show so far. It's it is like. Um, it's his own. It can be his own standalone. Yeah, it totally can. It's it's basically movie length. It's yeah, it totally stands alone. Um, because because it's set, yeah, dude, it's totally standalone. It can be like its own movie because like at the beginning it sets up these two guys, at least the main guy, and like what he's well, it's doing. It's like center frame. It's this young guy. God, dude, that scene is so. Uh, it's. It's tough to watch, man. Yeah, because you have this guy who's auditioning to be in, like, a a gay porn. A gay porn. And you have the context already in the back of your mind about rape. What these guys do. Pornographers. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, uh, you know, he looks very nervous. Yeah. And you already, you as a viewer, is like, oh, no, I know where this is. Yeah, yeah. Even though, like, the words that, you know, the... um, the photographer was saying like the questions, you know, you know, like those, uh, those, uh, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, when was your first sexual experience? Like sucking a dick or something. And, yeah, you know, yeah. trying to get into the mood of things, but then it gets more sinister as, uh, yeah, dude, it gets it goes sinister on. pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, the, the actor playing the guy is like really, really good. Like, and, uh, just like, cause he seems so uncomfortable and, um, like, like he's in over his head, like re- like pretty fast. You realize the, this guy's the, uh, way victim, in over his right? head. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? The, you're talking about the victim. Yeah. The victim. Yeah. And then, uh, but, but long story short, the guy calls in a bunch of guys and like tells them to rape this guy. And there's a camera. Well, and- it's, it is very dramatic mm-hmm. because, uh, they, they say, uh, in, I just, he's like, I just turned 18 and uh yeah what what is that like the guy comes over with a pill and he's like what is that yeah and he basically oh, think shoves of it, it down his throat yeah. think of it as a birthday gift Ugh. oh god it's so gross but the, yeah, i mean the dialogue yeah. is 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 great in in the grossest way possible yeah and, and it's uh, it's this it's this really di- like difficult to watch mm. but like good setup for mm. villain like, like th- this yeah. guy is a villain the villain yeah, of the fuck thing. this guy yeah fuck this guy and then and then he says like, yeah when he leaves a room he just says 
rape them. And then you have like the title sequence, like the title card come up over the guys like coming like, in and, uh, and yeah. you hear the music, the, the strain of the guitar or something. Yeah. It's very dramatic. It's like, it's like an opening for like one of those grungy, like eighties revenge, like, uh, yeah. films, you know what I mean? Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's, uh, yeah. And so the, the pacing of this episode is so just like, snail's pace rifen just like slowing it all the way down um like letting moments really fucking just like play out and uh yeah it's it, so uh the guys go to a bar basically miles or martin is at the the bar because he's following him because he's yeah. basically following him at this point and i don't even know how much we should talk about this episode because it's just like f- fucking like go watch it it's amazing yeah and like it it just becomes yeah I mean, <laughs> yeah, because like he he talks to them, and there's these these this great yeah. this great um uh, uh exchange mm-hmm. between Martin and these pornographers because he yeah. utilizes his own background to gain the trust of of these these guys. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's it's very clever. It's very clever because yeah. he uses his own. See, I guess the the main takeaway is that Martin uses his own evil. To defeat evil. Ah, there you go. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And that's the whole idea of the show. Now that he has a code. Yeah. 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 That's the idea of the show, I think, is like the fire with fire sort of thing. The only way to defeat these guys is to like... uh, Meet them at their their level, basically. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's fascinating, man. Yeah, and the the whole scene of of him meeting these guys, they call him over for a drink... um, or he kind of like inserts himself because they they don't call him over and he's yeah. like, hey, I'm, you know, on my own, blah blah blah. It's it's like this whole scene is like a a normal episode mm. of, a, it's like forty minutes probably of like them talking, mm. um, and then shit gets wild. Uh, yeah, because they invite him back because they want him to be in a porn, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Because because of uh, the the conversation that they had. And you know Martin decides to finally blow his load all over uh, the with his with his gun. Yep, <laughs> and, <laughs> with the bullet. Yeah, with the into bullet. the guy's head. Uh, yeah, dude. Then we get oh, one of the the tension man yeah. is like the tension in this episode is fucking like the, this episode is most reminiscent of of him working on like a drive level mm-hmm. because it it has that like the long kind of drawn out build up to violence and then the violence happens. It's a furthering of also the idea of, um, cause he explored this and only God forgives. Mm-hmm. I remember, uh, remember that clip of him? He was talking to Ryan Gosling and he says, uh, violence is like sex. It's all about the build up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Ryan yeah. Gosling's like, what the fuck? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that uh, is so great. Uh, <laughs> Only uh, in this in this show, the entirety of the show, it is the morphing of uh, of sex and violence, like as one thing. It's like this kind of progression towards that idea of sex and violence being um, morphed into together. Mm-hmm. Because, like, again, like we have like this this pornographer, and then yeah. he gets murdered right by by Martin. Yeah, so it's uh, so I would keep that in mind if you when you watch the uh, the rest the, of it. Uh, the rest of it, and yeah, uh, for sure. Then we get one of the best 
uh, uh, the one of the best things in c- cinema history. Yeah, man. Because they get God. they go drive they go drive. Yeah. Because uh, the Martin decides to to escape. He didn't kill them all. Yeah, he killed uh, killed a, it, just one guy. Just one one okay. of the brothers. Yeah. And then and then they chase after him in their electric car. Oh. God. And he and, and Martin had bought a good old American God. car. They, they they emphasized like a good. It was made in America. Last yeah. forever. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep. Last for an American car lasting forever is a hilarious mm-hmm. notion. But like, it's funny because like an electric car is, is yeah is like a Nissan. That Leaf is or funny. That was a very pointed choice yeah. for sure. That they have a they have a car chase with an electric car. And you hear the the sound the sound editing was so great. Yeah. You hear, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um and they have car- like a sawed off shotgun in a an electric car is one of the funniest things to Dude, me. Dude, it's so yeah. there there's a lot of that that's like mined for comedy really yeah. successfully, honestly. You know, it works like, so well. Yeah. Li- yeah. Little Timmy or little Jimmy or whatever the fuck his name was. With his fucking like blonde <laughs> Greek hair or something. Yeah, he's a blonde like Jufro and it's fucking and he's like looks this, ridiculous. He's like this big stocky cowboy looking guy, except for his like blonde hair he looked like a yeah. james bond villain or something yeah you know like like some dutch guy <laughs> no but they go on a chase and it, it 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 is it subverts your expectations because oh mandy because martin just keeps driving yeah and they listen to that song yeah and it's incredible the, the, the ba- they're bad guys God. i guess in this yeah. uh sequence of events mm-hmm. and they're just driving for hours and you just yeah. have this amazing um uh montage montage yeah, yeah it's a montage yeah, yeah. and you see like their faces just like fading in Dude, yeah just like overlap <laughs> the brother that's yeah. dead comes in and it's like this is so fucking crazy god i love that was the moment that i was like i'm so fucking happy that Rifen is just making his weird ass movies. Yeah. I love him so oh, much. Oh man, uh, and it's like in. that's going to be I'm, a song at the end of this podcast. Oh, it's absolutely yeah. both episodes. Absolutely, <laughs> oh, it is. If 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 you if you're listening and you haven't watched any of the show and you're not really interested in it, at least watch yeah. that scene. Like, don't even watch the whole episode. Try to find a clip online of like that amazing. I scene. would say so. I I pulled that up and watched it on YouTube, or no, I, I pulled it up and watched it again on Amazon. It's not yeah. on YouTube yet. Um, and I was like watching it, and I was like, this. I don't know if this totally works without context. Oh, really? Because yeah. I was like, there, there's so much of like expectations of buildup of like what just happened that plays into it. You're right. And I was like, this kind of, I think needs the rest of the episode. I would Mm -hmm. say if you aren't super interested in, in watching 14 hours of this thing, (laughs) watch episode five. It's worth your time. It's wild. Mm -hmm. Um, Dude, yeah, the direction on the car chase is so fucking well it's done. It's very good. Yeah, yeah it's a it's very well really, done really action set piece sequence. Like, yeah, because they go into the desert during the day. It goes all the way till daytime, and uh, mm-hmm. 
and they run out of shells on the shotgun. Mm. And Martin and Martin's like kind of a badass in this episode, honestly. Like he's for sure. He's yeah, actually he's, pretty cool now. Yeah, which is hard to say when you when you've been dealing with his character the whole time. Well, and it's you yeah, and it's mean? interesting because the I feel like the the ending and kind of what happens kind of uh, not solidifies, but it like. The definitely shows thing, yeah. that like he he has purpose now mm. his purpose being like and that kind of maybe is a duality thing too where it's like he can kill these guys who do this to like men and women mm. and also on the other end of that he can save them too and right. which is kind of what happens which i kind of love that it it mm. kind of goes there where uh and it also gets gets um because oh nailed. sorry yeah Nailed down when when he saves that uh, that uh, young woman in the yeah. middle of the desert. She uh, yeah, Martin Martin finds out that one of the pornographers has held held a a human trafficked uh, woman mm-hmm. in the middle of the desert uh, to die. And yeah. uh, see, finds, and that choice I think mm-hmm. is important because yeah. he doesn't have to save her at all. He doesn't, but he he like makes the choice of like, well, if I'm killing the people responsible for this, maybe I should, should save, save the victims. Yeah. Like it's, it's really interesting that, uh, he mm. makes the choice to, to go save her. And he does. And, uh, it, it was a badass scene where he was making that guy like, like dig. It was, it was pretty Dude. cool. Oh, with his yeah. hands, that scene was yeah. brutal, man. And then, yeah. uh, just fucking caps him. And, um, and so like she comes out and the guy, uh, tells her like, Something bad about Martin. It, it frames Martin as like a bad dude to her in yeah. Spanish, mm-hmm. and she ends up she grabs the guy's knife and uh, stabs, stabs Martin, which is which is so. It, it goes back to the whole tarot card thing because she only sees one side of like males. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. And she just, uh, of course, wouldn't. I mean, she doesn't know. She doesn't know that he's uh, trying to mm-hmm. save her, right? And so she stabs him and. Yeah. Runs off into runs off into the desert, and, and that's yeah. it. That's it yeah. for five. And it was a hell of a place to to leave off. Like yeah. I'm, I'm stoked to to watch the rest. Mm. And uh, it's been, uh, yeah, it's it's been a long couple of weeks. I was like, man, I I I I want to save my just like only knowing one through five for the podcast, and then mm. uh, you know I want to get back into it, man. I'm excited. Yeah, hopefully but, uh, I'll remember. Uh, the next five when we talk. About <laughs> the next. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because a lot of times you'll like rewatch stuff, but that's a lot to rewatch. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like I, I'm I'd be more interested in rewatching five more than the uh, the rest of the episode. Yeah, I know that sounds I'm, I, I hate to set you up like that, but no, there's still some good stuff in six through ten. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There, there's a lot of cool stuff in six through ten. Yeah. Um, so, but, yeah. Tune. Uh, tune back tune on back in folks uh yeah thanks for listening yeah thanks for listening um i i know there's not too many uh people who would be interested in in this show honestly and Mm -hmm. um if you did make it this far i genuinely like appreciate you as a listener (laughs) because like i tried going on the subreddit and like i mean i don't talk to this I don't talk about this show. What's to anybody. 
There's a sub a subreddit of too old to die young because I wanted to find like oh. discussions about this show. Yeah, not it's a like, lot. I had a lot of per- things percolating in my brain about it and I wanted to express it with people. Yeah, yeah. And there's just not, <laughs> not a lot going I, on there. Yeah, there's you know? there there was some stuff on like R slash television for it. Oh yeah. But um and there there's some stuff on Twitter too. Like there were some film Twitter I'm not people a tweet that I head. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Um but even they were they were only giving like little like snippets mm. of like man, episode 5 is so fucking good and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I, I think it's I think it's uh it's cool that we're taking the time to to mm. talk about this this thing that that Amazon really mm. uh took a chance on. They they the previous director of uh of yeah of development or whatever took a chance the current one didn't give a shit to promote it uh they're two different guys apparently. oh really so so yeah huh. so there was a guy who yeah who uh gave the go-ahead on on this and a lot of other stuff that came out recently and is coming out soon and the current guy that's why the the current guy is like canceling amazon shows fucking left and right uh. he's like this i don't know what the fuck this guy was thinking everyone tweeted jeff bezos say what are you what are you doing hey. jeff hey what's what's going on with the shows say that at him and uh maybe he'll respond hey hey jeff hey jeff <laughs> What is, is that the Channing Tatum yeah. fucking bit from? Uh, I haven't even seen that movie, be, but yeah. that meme that meme has percolated throughout <laughs> it, absolutely the, the internet's. Um, but uh, yeah, so next week we're going to talk about six through ten, mm-hmm. um, and then we might make an announcement. Ooh, I think I th- will that be the episode? I was thinking about this one, but it wouldn't really make sense doing it. In this yeah, episode. because obviously we, I mean. Our listeners know that we're going to have another season. Hell yeah, baby! And you know, to be one hundred percent transparent, mm-hmm. it's a bit turbulent on who the dir- who the directors are. I thought okay. we were pretty solid on. I who- thought we were too. Are we not? Well, we 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 had. Oh, we were, and then we weren't, weren't and, then and then I we- thought we were again. But, but then I don't even know anymore. Okay, well, because we'll announce it. It'll and, be set and, in stone. You know, um, you know, listeners. We're 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 good guys. I think we're we're, yeah. we're I would say we're, we're, we're progressive. Good oh oh, Let's say that we're progressive. I see what you I see what you're saying. That's maybe, all maybe, I want to say. Yeah, may, maybe we haven't been doing everything we can. Yeah, to to represent. represent. May, 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 I'll leave it there. Yeah, to I'll represent leave it there. things to represent things. Yeah. Um. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Plenty of cool guests. Plenty of cool movies. Am I right? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's definitely not going to be a hell season or anything. It's nothing. It's not a joke season. Yeah. Everybody. It's going to be a serious season with serious directors doing serious movies. Yeah. Yeah. Serious. I'm and, thinking about yeah. one in particular. I hope you are. Yeah, That's for sure. Serious movies. It's got a message. <laughs> That's it for sure. sure. Does. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you're thinking the same one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys. But next week, uh, part two of uh, Too Old to Die Young. Um, get into it that? if you yeah. haven't yet. Check it out. Check Tell it some out. friends about it. It's it's been. They have not promoted it at all. I mean, I all, all you millennials about. are depressed anyway, and you sit at home watching Netflix. Why not watch Binging this? Binging your shows. Yeah. Binge this one. Stranger Things. What? What's that? 
Yeah. That's that's uh that's strange. It's a, it's a strange thing. It's a strange thing to watch that I'm like, show. I'm like pretty excited about it. I've heard it's I don't I don't know anything about that show, yeah. nor do I I want I want to listen to a whole podcast episode <laughs> of you talking about what you think Stranger Things is. I think that would actually be Here, a fucking this, funny. This thing. is this is what I imagine Stranger Things okay. is. Okay. I imagine J.J. Abrams. Okay. And uh, he he puts on he puts on a uh, a Steven Spielberg costume. Loving it already. <laughs> <laughs> He what puts on just the scarves. Okay, okay. Yeah, he puts on scarves. Okay, yeah, he puts yeah, yeah. On, you know, it's a costume. Yeah, like, okay. Like he even has a Steven Spielberg mask, you know, yeah. per se. Mm-hmm. And and then and then I imagine that uh the show has uh, has like um a bunch of a bunch of slime in the background. Like ectoplasm. Okay. Ectoplasm and okay. stuff, you know? And yeah. then there's the kids, and they're they're behind Steven Spielberg and JJ. Well, who is JJ Abrams? Because because Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. is just a lifeless husk on top of JJ. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it's essentially, um, the kids are all dressed up in some Ghostbuster or some other '80s like thing, <laughs> and they're behind. They're they're just staring at him, and he's sitting in a chair. And they're staring at him, and he slowly like goes towards his pants and takes out his wiener. Okay, and just starts you know just going at it. Yeah, and you see Winona Ryder just there, just like hmm, 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 hmm. and uh, and that's a that's like ten episodes of that. Yeah, well, you're you're closer than you may think, actually, <laughs> which is kind of hilarious. Um, <laughs> No, Spielberg doesn't jerk off on the show, but uh, <laughs> all the stuff with the kids you kind of nailed, actually, yeah. which is super funny. Yeah. Um, them and then Ghostbusters costumes and shit. Mm. Um, Needless to say, it's like it's funny because uh, I love the eighties. So, yeah, you know, seventies and eighties were were a pretty good time for, mm. for movies. But next week, it will all be made clear. We're going to talk about the final five episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll yeah. Talk to you make then. sure to follow us on oh, what are we? What are we on? Letterboxed. Uh, oh yeah, we're on Letterboxd. Yeah, I just reviewed High Life. Check it out. Yeah, uh, I reviewed uh, all the Toy Story movies. Oh yeah, you have a um, Pixar list, right? Because I was yeah, I did a Pixar list. Uh, watched all the Toy Stories leading up to four. Tell us, is Finding Nemo a good movie? Is Inside Out just for kids? I'll put the uh, Letterboxed. Links uh, in the description, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Looking in their eyes, I see a memory I never.